0: Welcome back to the Leadership. My name is Richard Hortness, and I'm so excited to have you on board. This is another episode from our series of special episodes that will be released and then curated for the show, where the students from our Leadership and Personal Development course become the guest hosts for the day. They ask questions to people they admire and want to emulate in the future. I hope you get as much out of them as my students have. In this special episode, Cole Hammer interviews Tiffany Hammer, who's a registered holistic nutritionist with a degree in forensics. She owns the Hub Refillery, a green solution company here in Tawasson, BC. They talk business, plastic reduction, and environmentalism. This will be an eye-opener for a few of us. Let's dive in. Hi guys, it's Cole here, and I'm here with the owner of The Hub Refillery, who is also my mom. Uh, Here's Tiffany Hammer. So I'm going to be asking her some questions about her store today. Welcome, Tiffany.
1: Thank you. Great to be here today.
0: All right. So my first question is, what is your store, The Hub Refillery, all about?
1: So my store is all about helping people reduce their single-use plastic Um, We have all kinds of products in the store. You can bring in your own bottle and we will refill it for you. So we weigh it, which they call that tearing. And then we fill the bottle with shampoo, conditioner, laundry detergent. Um, There's a whole bunch of different products. And then we weigh the product bottle again and you just pay for what's actually in the bottle. We also have other products in the store that are environmentally packaged, so either in compostable packaging or things like deodorant without the plastic container, um, and we try and source our products as close to Tawasin to as possible.
0: Wow, that sounds super cool. Um, and what made you want to start your company?
1: For me, I actually was hoping that somebody else would open a refillery in Tawasson. Uh There's one in Vancouver called the Soap Dispensary that's been around for probably about nine years. And I had a friend that opened a store beside me and said that it would be a good idea to open something. So the opportunity just presented itself and it feels good to help people recognize or be able to um reduce their use their use of single-use plastic
0: well wow, that's super cool to hear you took the first step and initiative because nobody else seemed to have done that so it's good for you to start that in our community um and so what ways have you been able to cut back on plastic and what what it, um, are some of the ways that you've been able to reduce the way that normal things would come in plastic
1: So one of the, um, aside from just packages or items coming without packaging that would typically come in packages, uh, the people that I work with are also very big into helping the environment and doing the right thing. Um, But in addition to that, I've also, the eye opener for me has been how many companies Larger companies, the smaller companies that I deal with, all um, package the products that come to us in environmentally packaged. Either it's reused craft paper or uh, cardboard boxes. Uh, but the larger companies are still a little bit in the dark ages. They s- still use plastic that they blow up to make the packaging not move around when there's alternatives like um. They have what they're called styrofoam peanuts, and they make them now with cornstarch. So when you run them underwater, they're completely, uh, they dissolve into nothing. So there's some really cool products out there, but of course they cost a little bit more. So part of my job that nobody really sees, um, that's more of a behind the scene uh, part of the job, is to go back to these larger companies and write to them or request that they send the products to us without the plastic or without the styrofoam. So um, that's a big part of the job that people don't actually see.
0: Uh, that's super cool to hear that and that you're making that initiative to try and change the ways of these big companies... And you mentioned your, um, your sourcing of different brands... How have you found it trying to find brands within our neighborhood and like locally versus other companies that may be from the U.S. um, that have these initiatives, but how has it been trying to find ones that are a bit closer to home?
1: For me, it's been uh, my background is actually in forensics, which is a research type position. I'm also a holistic nutritionist. So for me, it's been quite a bit of fun, actually, trying to source these products. I've talked to people who um, are environmental, and so I've got a little bit of information that way. Um, but it's surprising how how many um, people are in our community that are quite resourceful that actually either, uh, for example, there's two people I can think of off the top of my head that are local Tawasin people uh, that make stuff for the store. One is Robin Jenkins, and she does pottery for the soap blocks that we have. The soap squares that we use are equivalent to three bottles of liquid dish soap, and it's a concentrated form of a soap bar. And Robin has actually made dish soap plates for those bricks or for those squares so that um, the soap doesn't move around and it actually looks really nice on the counter. So that's a local Tawasan person. Also, Zane Chubbs makes our boxes for us. So we have wooden crates that people can personalize and have branded with their name on it. Um, And that's to help make sure that the bottles people bring in are bouncing around or rolling in the back of their in their car. Uh, so those two people were were actually fun and easy to um, bring products into the store because I actually had either heard about them or knew about them myself. Um, and then from there, I've just asked, I had one friend who recommended a shampoo bar, which is uh, the name of the company is The High End Hippie. They're a Kelowna company and they actually... Um, came referred to me through a friend's stylist, hairstylist. So uh, places, these products are so advanced. Um, Back in the day, environmental products, you usually recognize them as being environmental, but they weren't necessarily of good quality. Uh, Now it's completely the opposite. Um, Sometimes, for example, these shampoo bars are better than any shampoo I've ever used before. So she's worked with a chemist uh, to make sure that the pH level is correct. And uh, there is their competition for salon shampoos. So that's another company that was easy to source. And then just going on to online and reviews and... um. Just trying to find most other... We've got probably about four or five vendors from North Vancouver. Nellie's Laundry Detergent, which a lot of people think is an American company, but they're actually based out of uh, North Van. We have Ambleside Soap, which is a West Vancouver company that makes deodorant for us That's doesn't have any plastic packaging on it. Uh, they also make bath bombs for us, stain remover sticks, the dish soap squares that I mentioned Um, And then we also have um, Carina Organics, which is our largest liquid uh, soap and lotion. And um, they're also based out of North Vancouver. They're a family-run business that's been around for 40 years. And that's an organic line. So it's actually surprising how much we actually have in our backyard that we don't realize.
0: Well, that's super cool. It sounds like there's a lot of stuff locally and it sounds like you've been able to source a lot of stuff within our neighborhoods and be resourceful to find people um, within our community that can even have that super local connection rather than things being made overseas Um, so now talking about your customer base how have you been able to convert people from plastic free um, or plastic alternatives um, and have you had any challenges with that
1: Uh, it's most people, I I wasn't sure how this was going to go. So, uh, most people when they use something up or use a container or finish whatever's in their product of the container, they put it in the recycle. So there's been, most people actually buy our bottles first because they don't, um, have their own. Uh, like I said, you can bring in your own bottles, but a lot of people just put them in the recycle bin. So I do have glass, which um, is great for hand soap or things that aren't going to be taken into the shower. But of course, things that are going to be taken into the shower, I do recommend plastic only because we don't want people dropping the glass bottles in the shower. Um, but the nice thing about that is the plastic bottles, not the not the pumps that we have, but the actual plastic bottles are made in Langley, so that was really um, good to hear that the footprint of how far it had traveled wasn't very far. Um, so that's how, and so they those people will buy our bottles initially, but then they just bring them in and refill, get those refilled. Um, a lot of COVID obviously has played a role in this, so um, there are some containers that it makes it hard to give those containers back to get refilled to the larger companies so for example we have 20 liter pails but I've made um, sure that I've found a place uh, west of my uh, there's a there's a company called Emily Farms and they have a use for the 20 liter pails on their farm so I make sure that I take those pails to them um, so that's that's what we do with our with our containers
0: yeah, well, that sounds super cool. And um, I've actually got a chance to use some of these containers and they They feel a lot better quality than the ones that you get from China that are disposable. And they, um, they yeah, they, <laughs> they pump a lot better. Um, so do you have any goals for the future? How do you see your brand expanding? Um, and yeah, what are your what are your goals?
1: So one of the challenges that I've recently come across, um, is recognizing that people are really pumped about the idea and, um, they really like the idea of making, making that transition, whether it's, um, the, the big thing is to not take on too many of these things at once, cause it can feel overwhelming, but you might want to start with the, um, environmental dishwasher powder this week, or maybe a laundry detergent the next week, um, So the big challenge that I see right now is even though people want to make the change, it's not super duper high on the priority list. Um, And I think that's just people run out of time. And as much as they want to make the transition, when you've got a whole list of errands that you're doing, um, sometimes you're in a grocery store and the soap's sitting right there. So you just buy it because you've run out of time in your day. So one of the things I'm looking at is potentially having um, a subscription or having people basically where I deliver it for them. So they would put their bottles, I'd send them a little text the night before, they'd put their bottles out, um, I would weigh or tear them, uh, figure out how much the weight of the bottle was, and then just charge them for what I was filling it for. Um, but I'm trying to make it that much easier for customers to ensure that it's it's a super easy process. So I'm just in the, in the works of trying to figure out how that's going to go and what that's going to look like.
0: Yeah, that's super cool. And I can see how it can be challenging during this time, especially with people being so unknown and um, they want to be at home as much as possible and not trying out different things. So I can see how that can be hard, but going into this online era that we're in right now, um, I think that a subscription box is probably a good idea. And I think you could probably have some good, good boost in, um, in customer base with that. Um, and do you have any plans to expand like long term into any other communities and other markets? Um, like maybe bringing in some different types of things into your store that aren't um, home products? And um, any idea of potentially growing into any other communities? Uh,
1: yeah, so for me, the big thing is um, servicing South Delta. And um, I I have brought in a few items that are not home, necessarily home-based. For example, we have sunglasses that have wooden frames instead of plastic frames, um, they have polarized lenses. Uh, that's a Kelowna company that, that has those made. Um, we also have some, some a makeup line that has bamboo casing. Um, so there's no plastic involved. It's a Victoria company. You tap out the, the palette inside and get it in a replacement palette. So those are some things that we have that are outside of just the um, typical laundry detergent shampoo, that kind of stuff. Uh, so I do try and bring in fun stuff every now and then Um, and also with regard to outside of our community um, it would be great if I can actually figure out a way to have it almost like a package so that um, or I guess it'd be more like a franchise that if if it works well with people doing the delivery that I would do it all up so that I have it all kind of figured out so that somebody in North Van could start up a company Um, they would just buy the franchise rights for that area and then they could service that particular area Um, so that is something that's in the back of my mind that is a possibility for future moving forward and expanding the business.
0: That sounds super cool and a good idea to make sure that you're keeping that footprint down. Um, What do you think will happen in the future with grocery stores? Do you think that this will be a future of packaging free and low, uh, low packaging. And do you think that'll happen in bigger chains or do you think it'll still be a while before that starts to happen?
1: So it's interesting that you touch on grocery stores because, uh, food is actually one of the biggest culprits for having plastic packaging. Um, there's a company or grocery store in Vancouver called Nada and they are all focused around, nothing in that store has plastic packaging which is amazing to think um I actually wanted to try and shop there but it's with COVID it's pretty difficult to do that out of Tawasin because you have to put your order in and then you have to wait for I think it's a week um so there's definitely there's other companies JAR is another place that does home deliveries of food they're not local here but um and even my company, I would love to see some some products potentially moving into the food industry as well. I think there's lots of opportunity for us to reduce our plastic. And the next time you're in a grocery store, just kind of look around and see how many things are packaged in plastic. It's quite shocking, actually. But I think I think that is the way of the future. I think with the government implementing um no single use plastic after this year. I'm not really sure what that's going to look like and how they're going to implement it. But um, I think the next year will be really interesting to see how that all unfolds. Uh, but there are places, even Meridian, there's um, the last time I was in there, they had cucumbers that were typically in plastic. Uh, bags that they had all out in bulk and I went to the grocery store or the produce manager and complimented them on how awesome that was and I'm hoping to see more products that aren't in plastic Um, but I think people just need to make sure that when they go to the grocery store they're really thinking about is this something that I need um, to have in for example which this kind of drives me crazy is things like organic produce you'll see in uh, the plastic netting, which is terrible for getting into our oceans and choking out wildlife. So it kind of goes against people that are typically buying organic products are usually concerned about the environment. And so it seems like it's really, they've missed their their mark on really knowing their target market. Um, but just take the time to buy one or two things that you would typically buy in plastic or in plastic netting. And the next time you go grocery shopping, just kind of make that a, a habit to not buy it in that packaging or even mentioning, mentioning it to the produce manager because um, my experience with Meridian, um, they were in bulk and then the next time I went back, they were back in the plastic bags. And so I just said, oh, how come, you know, how come that those are back in the plastic bag? And he said, well, it's easier to market them or pa- um, to put them on display in the plastic in the plastic bags. And so I just reminded him of how advanced it was for them to have it in bulk, and how many people were really happy about that. So I think they, we just need to remember to remind um, people that are in the grocery in the grocery store business how we all want that. Um, another way is to ask for your meat instead of being wrapped in plastic first, and then the paper. Just ask for it to be wrapped strictly in the paper and not being put in the plastic bag so it's little steps or subway subway is another place that and when you buy your sandwich they automatically put it into a plastic bag and so the next time you're there just say no no plastic bag please and it's amazing how many people just don't think about it it's just a force of habit and we just need to to change our habits
0: yeah that's super crazy to hear that companies are still going uh going backwards especially when year we're supposed to be cutting back on those plastics and getting rid of them completely Uh, i know especially working in a uh, restaurant industry i can see that that's not going super super well and super quickly Um, but fingers crossed that somehow we'll be able to pull that together by the end of the year Um, and lastly for there is kind of that negative connotation towards if you um, don't use plastic bag like it's considered sanitary if you use these disposable plastics and if something's natural or um, chemical free some people will match that with it not being effective Uh, what would you say to those people who have that negative connotation towards these environmental options Uh,
1: so there's just as many products um that have very effective um even though they're environmental, they still have the effectiveness of products that are conventional that have lots of chemicals. Um, Even when you look at essential oils, there's lots of um, anti-fungal, antibacterial properties within essential oils. So we have to be careful that we're not so uh, almost brainwashed by these big corporations that try to convince you that products need to have harsh chemicals in them to do to do their jobs um so it's it's just kind of looking at a product per product basis and i think in order for you to recognize that the products are just as good as conventional products you just need to try them um, and see how they go because for example in my store i've done a lot of research to make sure that i've tested the products and found them to be quite effective Uh, one of the examples is deodorant a lot of people really struggle with trying to find natural deodorant that really works Um, now of course every person is different and what works for me doesn't necessarily work for the next person but overall uh, the product the deodorant that we have I get rave reviews on and that's from a number of different people so I think it's just a matter of getting away from thinking that just because something is um from a big corporation that they're going to be more effective it's really when you think about it it's the smaller ones um, that have taken the time to do the research and to really figure out what's good for for not only in the environment but for you as a person um as for for humans and making sure that we're not consuming these toxic chemicals that some of the products that we regularly use um are getting into our lives and just kind of removing them from not only ourselves but the environment as well
0: yeah that is super good advice and i think this upcoming generation is really uh looking forward to that uh change and hopefully we will see that with uh this next generation growing up um so yeah any final remarks you want to say to our listeners
1: no i just maybe come check us out um we're at hub refillery uh, CA so you can see what products we have online. We have curbside pickups. We have a small uh, store over um, just over by blends uh, that you can come and check out and soon we will have uh, deliveries as well. so come check us out.
0: Wow, well, that's great to hear that your company is expanding and I'll definitely be recommending it to my friends. Uh, thank you for joining us today Tiffany and Luke, I can't wait to see you later on. <laughs> Thanks so much. Bye-bye.